I'm Zach. And I'm Erica. And this is Topics, Topics with, with the, the Taylors, Taylors, a podcast where we explore topics that are relevant to life. What is up? We are back. Episode number two. Number two. Here we go. I'm Zach. And I'm Erica. And uh, we're excited for you guys to join us. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in for our second episode. Second. We're, we're no longer newbies. We're no. just We're just rookies. We're definitely rookies. Definitely rookies. Uh, let's, uh, let's give a recap. Yeah. So what did we talk about last week? We talked about goals. So we started off 2020 with, with goals. goals. Uh-huh. Erica, you want to talk about what's about how we talked about goals? Yeah, so we kind of gave a plan of how we do our yearly goals. We mm-hmm. sit down, we talk about our family goals, our financial goals, our house goals, our rusty goals, our individual goals. Every if you can think of a goal, we talk about it. Yeah, and then we also talked about how we do family meetings right. um, once a month. And that's where we just catch up on, like, what bills are due that month, what we're meal planning. Right. If we have any big meetings that month, anything like that. Yeah, any conflict. Yes. Any of that. So, go check out episode one where we talk about goals to get all the good stuff. Yes. Uh, This week, in a disappointing turn of events, we're not talking about scheduling. I'm sorry for those who wanted to hear about scheduling. I just threw that out last year, or last week. Yeah, it was almost last year. <clears throat> almost, right? Yeah. Uh, so this week, we're talking about disappointment. Disappointment. Ah, you see what I did there? Yeah, you're funny. Ah, I'm hilarious. So disappointment. So why should we talk about about disappointment? Well, I think everyone experiences it. This is true. This I is experience true. it a Daily. lot. <laughs> I'm often disappointed. I don't feel like you're disappointed as often. <clears throat> no. I don't feel like I'm disappointed in often. Again, this is just like our, our personalities. Like, I feel like you have a lot of expectations. I do. I have a lot of expectations, and I have high expectations. Yes, yes, yes you do. <laughs> you want to talk about one of our, uh, one of the ways, and this will shock the majority of people out there that you were ever disappointed in me, <laughs> but one of the ways you were quickly disappointed in our marriage yeah so when we got married i had all of these ideas of what it was going to be like to live with another person because i had roommates right so i was prepped to live with someone but what i was disappointed in is how often i would trip over zach's shoes right because i lived on my own for a year yeah and uh I just got used to living by myself. You would leave your shoes wherever you would feel Mm -hmm. like leaving them. Right. Yeah. Even in the middle of the floor. I never tripped over them in my apartment. I tripped over your shoes. All the time. All the time. All the time, yes. Yes. So, I didn't break my toe from tripping over your shoes. No, you dropped a hammer, but that's for a different podcast. (laughs) Yeah, did. We'll do one of our home renovation. We're going to story in there. So, Zach, what are what is a way that you were disappointed? Uh, I, I I remember being disappointed that my stuff would move. Oh, yeah. Like, no matter what it would be, I, like, set something down. Then I'd be like, where did this go? Like, why is it not where I put it? And you're like, well, I moved it. I'm like, but why did you move my stuff? Like, I'm coming back for it. Um, I had a better spot for it. Right. You had a better <laughs> quotation spot for it than I did. And it just kind of it just kind of threw us off. Yeah. So, Zach, we're just jumping right in. Like, 
What creates what creates disappointment? Expectations create disappointment. All right. So this is the way I like to phrase it. Expectations are good, but expectations create the ground work for disappointment. Because if you don't have a expectation, there's no disappointment. It's just life. Yeah. So I know for me, like I have expectations of myself that I put on myself pretty heavily. And when I don't meet those expectations, it's it's hard. I, yeah. I get down on myself. Um, I think when you have, like we talked about, un, you know, expectations of what it's going to be like to be married or what it's going to be like um, at your job, what it's going to be like when you graduate high school, when you graduate college. Um, man, I remember my buddies from high school, and we always talked about how, how we were going to go to college together. We're lifelong friends. Um, I don't talk to any of those guys. Did you think you were going to play football in college? No. I did not. I knew I was too unathletic. So, but like I had all these thoughts of, uh, of like what my friendships would be like. Yeah. Um, and then none of my friendships materialized. Like none of those high school best friends went past high school. Um, so in some ways, and I even still talk to you about it. Like, man, I wonder what this guy's doing. I miss these guys. Um, or I'll point out where we used to play football together on the weekends. Um, and that was a hard, hard disappointment for me to really like take and walk through. And even the song by Thomas Rhett that talks about remember you young. Like oh, I, re- such a great I remember song. <laughs> my, my friends and I see them on Facebook. We don't talk and I see them you know doing things. I'm like, I remember when my buddy peed in a bush on a dare, like facing, like it wasn't a big bush. <laughs> right. So like somebody swung up the door and it was just a funny moment. Um, and moments that no one else experienced except for those five or six guys. Yeah. Um, so in some way, like that's a that's a soft disappointment in my heart. Yeah, that those friendships didn't end right. up lasting. Like you right. think in high school, you're gonna be best friends with this person forever. Right. And and you think like, man, because it's so true. The older you get, you're like, friends don't go. Like you can't have friends. You can't have memories of high school with people. That's so true. I have a similar disappointment when I moved out of my town I grew up in into the big city town my last part of my junior year into my senior year of high school. I was really disappointed in the lack of friendships that I had. Right. So I understand that yeah. completely. So disappointment, I mean, disappointment's all, all around. Oh, everywhere. It's always somewhere because of the expectations we put on. Right. On ourselves and situations. Oh, yeah. And unrealistic expectations are, I think, are very dangerous. Yeah. So, unrealistic expectations are, like, something I had to learn, and I'm still learning, because, for example, when I graduated college, I graduated on a Friday. I started work that Monday. Bala. Yeah. So, I had, what, three days Mm -hmm, (laughs) before mm -hmm. hitting the real world? Real world. Adulting at its finest. Hashtag. If you have not read Jonathan Pacluda, Pacluda Welcome, to, Welcome adulting. to Adulting, so good. Go do it. Go do it. Yeah. It really is helpful in this whole figuring out adulting thing. Right. But graduated college, started working right away, and I went into the field of social work. So what I thought is I was going to save all of these children, I was going to give them amazing homes, everyone was going to be so happy with me, it was going to be wonderful. Right. 
Guys, social work is hard. <laughs> there were a lot of days I just cried myself to sleep. I cried at work. I had hard days. It was wonderful. There was a lot of really cool moments, but I had way too high of expectations of what that was going to be. Right, but I think that's natural. Like, I had expectations. So, I, I kind of touched on it, but I became a Christian at, uh, I was saved at a young age, walked away, thankful for the perseverance of the saints at 17, got serious about Christ. And I I had this expectation of what life with Christ would be like. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was a little bit of a player in high school. A little bit. A little bit. Just tiny. A little bit. Playa. Playa. But, um, you know, and I, I got in a relationship with this girl right, right away who was, you know, a Christian. And I thought it was going to be perfect because, oh, we're believers and we're Christians. And, you know, there was an expectation of I'm entering this, in this new realm of of living life with Christ and everything I'm doing is Christ aligned. And, you know, it was a really hard relationship when we broke up just to walk through that. Um, so I think when people talk about expectations and disappointment, like it's okay to say, Hey, there's disappointments in our spiritual life oh, yeah, in our relational life and in our work life. I don't think we, we allow, uh, Christians to, to have disappointments in our, our spiritual life. Right. Well, and I think along those lines, like when we pray prayers and they're not answered or not answered the way we want them to, right. we face those right. disappointments and like, what do we do with them? Well, I think it's okay to know that it's all right to wrestle in that state. Yeah. It's okay to feel that disappointment and to talk through it and walk through it. Right. Uh, you never want your expectation or your disappointment to become your identity. No. Because I think... That, that's something I do, re, like, really well. I really internalize an expectation, and I make it my uh, identity. Like, growing up, I made um, police work my identity and what I wanted to do. And uh, in graduating college, in four years, a big deal to me. And, you know, when I graduated, I, I had this sense of, no fulfillment like even yeah. when I graduated the academy I'm like there's got to be something more I've achieved these big goals in my life yet I have this feeling of like that's it um and I, and I think it's just to be cognizant if you're like an idealistic person like I am mm-hmm. and, and you you kind of glean onto the path and you're like hey this is my this is my thing I'm taking hold of this is my uh, journey I'm walking and yet when it materializes you're like kind of just left there numb right so we talked a little bit about disappointments we've had in our personal walk and personal life so what do we do what do we do with that Zach um, I think big thing is to understand you're not in control uh, and for type A like me or Enneagram 3 Oh, Enneagram. Enneagram. Throwing that out. out. Throwing it out there. Throw it out there. Enneagram. You're such an achiever. I am such an achiever. I'm a nine. I am definitely the peacekeeper. She is the peacekeeper. I want no one to be in conflict ever and everyone to be at peace always. Right. Which which we can talk about about what to do with, uh, like, how to help us not be disappointed. But I think it's important to know, like, how you interact with disappointment just from a personality level 
Um, Because I think as a a peacemaker, you probably try to make peace with the fact of being disappointed. Oh, yes. I try to, like, work it out in my head to be like, this is okay that I'm disappointed in this area. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Even, I'll, I'll almost avoid it to be like, that's, I don't feel that disappointment because that's not peaceful. Right. Where I, like, I don't know what to do when I'm disappointed because that means I haven't achieved. Right. That's good. So, boom. That wasn't even planned. Went deep. Got deep <laughs> real quick. Uh, but, yeah, talking about, what, like, understanding you're not in control. And I think this is where, as a believer, like, I have a lot of freedom. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom in knowing that... Things are just going to happen the way the Lord has orchestrated them to happen. Mm -hmm. So a big word that people use in Christian culture is sovereignty of the Lord. Sovereignty. Yes. Zach, what do you think? Well, let me open my... What do I think? Sorry, I totally interrupted you. What do you think? What? (laughs) 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 Okay. So sovereignty is a big word people say often. And basically it just means the Lord knows what's going to happen in our lives. Right. Totally get you off. I'm sorry. It's okay. But yeah, sovereignty and sovereignty of God is that God is in control, uh, which I I think, and I'm just going to be honest and real, like is really hard and has been this past season of our life Mm -hmm. um, to be like, man, God, you are so good, but this pain is so real. Yeah, we've had a lot of disappointments in the last three months just walking through just like a really dark season for both of us. Mm-hmm. Just probably the hardest thing we've ever walked through in our lives and um, together having to learn how each one of us grieves things and deals with disappointment and knowing like we aren't in control of this. Right. So one way, Erica, how do you deal with disappointment? How do I deal with it? I cry a lot. So I feel things very deeply. Very deep. So when I'm disappointed, I have to talk them through. Um, That's where my journaling comes in and is helpful. So I have to, I have to talk it through. I have to like give it to the Lord. I have to wrestle with it with myself, and then I just have to like somehow figure out how to walk in it because I might not understand it. Right. It's hard for me. Right. Uh, And I think. I uh, I operate very differently. I do not cry. No, you don't. I uh, I very much internalize it, and uh, like this past season, it's just been like I just get mad, and I just want to work out, eat, sleep, and watch TV. Yeah, and like numb yourself, kind yeah, of. Yeah, and just spend a lot of time, not even. Not even think, like, research, because I'm a researcher. Yeah. Like, learning. I don't want to learn because I'm just sitting processing it, and I process it, so, so, processes, process it so deeply in my mind that I'm really trying to work through what's going on, and it's hard for me to um, kind of shift out of that. Yeah. But. So, people, I mean, people process disappointment Oh, yeah. Differently, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's good to know how you process things. Right. Um, it's good to do kind of some self, what is that, reflection, and like right. looking and seeing, okay, when disappointments come, how have I responded? Right. And just be able to express that to people you know and love. Be like, hey, when I'm disappointed, I'm going to need to call you. I do this all the time to my mom. I'm like, mom, I'm so disappointed. This is what happened because I got to talk about it. Right. That's so. true. It's good. And, like, 
<clears throat> even Erica said to me, she goes, you know, you're so intensely private um, when we are going through our stuff. She's like, I, I don't know how you are. Um, and it really hit me like that's not healthy in the marriage <clears throat> for Erica not to know where my headspace is. So I had to be intentional to kind of on a day-to-day be like, hey, this is kind of where I'm at. Yeah, to be able to vocalize those areas of hurt and disappointment right. to someone you know and trust. Right. Or your spouse. Um, so kind of going like how to deal with disappointment. Like I think disappointment's a flip side. Like how to deal with the expectation, Erica. Like how do you how do you deal with the expectation in the way for it not to be such a disappointment or how to maybe avoid the disappointment? Yeah, well I think High expectations are not necessarily a bad thing. I think in healthy work environments or relational environments, you have to communicate your expectation and communicating what you expect from the person that you are in a relationship with or in a workspace with is awesome. And I think you can go a really long way when you communicate very clearly what the goal is uh-huh. and what your expectation is of that person. Right. I think that's key. I mean, understanding that expectations is not bad and disappointment's not bad. Like it's human emotion we go through. Um, and also we just kind of want to revert this always, um, back to Christ. Like know that disappointment is like a part of, um, the life we live and man, like push into to the Lord for that. Like push into the Lord for your expectations. Take the take the expectations to the Lord, to your accountability, to your community group, and say, "Hey, is, is this something that I I should have this level of expectation, or do I have too high, too low?" Um, if you're you know dating or married or even just friends, like do I have this expectation of this person being on time? Um, do I have I have this expectation of this? Of them, like, talking to me a certain way, responding to my texts a certain way or Mm -hmm. in a timely manner, or do you even expect them to pay for your meal? Right. Like, even in a dating situation, like, it was always awkward, like, getting ready to pay, and I never knew. I was like, okay, I guess I'll always offer my card, but what's the expectation here? Right. And I think the key to all of this is what you're saying is like, give a lot of grace. Mm-hmm. The Lord gives us grace. Right. <laughs> like, so much grace. We extend that to other people as well. And then just communicate in such a loving way. Like, Hey, like this is the expectation. Like, am I right on this mm-hmm. or am I reading this wrong? Mm-hmm. What can you tell me where you're at? Kind of. A thing. Right. And that's the big thing when it comes to walking through expectations in is communication so yeah i would say that you really i mean know yourself and how you handle no um uh disappointments coming point you know pushing to the lord um and communicate expectation and look for like we all i'm like i'm all a big fan of community like push back into community grab uh, an accountability partner one-on-one that you can go deep with or your community group and go deep with and say, hey, um, is this is this right? Yeah, are my expectations aligned with what Scripture says? Are my expectations accurate? Are they helpful? Right. Oh, those yeah. things. Yeah, those are all great questions to ask. So, um, Zach, I think we're near the end of our oh time. So I have a I question. I told you to put this on a note. This is about communicating an expectation and being disappointed when it doesn't happen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Zach, what is your favorite dessert? Um, I'd have to say BJ's Bazooki Cookies and Cream. A Bazooki? Yes. From BJ's. From BJ's. And that's an Oklahoma restaurant, or do you think they're national? I haven't looked into it. Oh, okay. Haven't looked into it. I've only ever ate at one, but I know there's at least two in Oklahoma City. Okay. So if you're ever somewhere that has a BJ's restaurant, order the Bazooki. Right. Um, Erica. Yeah. Do we have a blog, maybe an email, or maybe a, a, you know, Instagram? We do. Guys, we have ways to get in contact with you guys and places for you to send us feedback, to get to know us, to stay up to date on all cool things that we're doing. So if you want to check our Instagram out, we are... Taylor underscore topics. So that is on Instagram. Yes, Our is. blog is topics with the Taylors dot wordpress dot com. And we have a Gmail. Go ahead and email us all your questions, all the things you want to tell us at taylortopics12 at gmail.com. Gmail.com. And Taylor is T A Y L O R. Yes. All right, guys. Until next week. We'll check you later. See you later.